Hey everybody, this is Ed from the Illuminaries podcast. Today's guest is Marco Navis, a full-stack software engineer. In this interview, we talked about his current responsibilities at Illum, DApps, his background in coding, smart contracts, Ethereum and how it could change our understanding of the web, and Marco's fascination with blockchain technologies and their potential. Who are you and what drives you these days? I'm Marco. I'm a full-stack software engineer. I've been doing software for quite a while now. Um, I develop anything from complicated microservice architectures in the backend to front-end-facing front applications and also Android apps. In the past, I worked for a company who had a platform for hearing-impaired people, so it was already a really social company. And basically, hearing impaired and deaf people could book an interpreter for university and get their texts on uh, translated and transcribed on their devices. And my task was there to build augmented reality glasses for hearing impaired people, which I really loved because uh, it contributed to making the world a better place. And Now I'm in different projects around building microservice architectures uh, under all uh, for the Swiss train company. What are your current responsibilities at Elum? I'm an advisor at Elum. My responsibilities are everything around solidity, smart contracts, building the decentralized community on the Ethereum blockchain and thinking about how to create cool dApps to uh, enable the token holders to vote on different innovations and on different usage of the electricity that is created. Basically everything around the smart contracts and Ethereum blockchain. What, what makes you excited about this project? I really like uh, the approach to decentralize, to uh, make the world a better place. And Illum really has like all those components that really get me excited. So I talked to Mark, the founder, and I also really like his vision. And the way that we are envisioning it is basically to have a really decentralized community, let the token holders decide on what gets done. And it's like one of the rare blockchain projects that really uh, is open to do stuff like that. Oftentimes you have projects where they do blockchain, but don't quite understand what it's good for. But Illum is really looking for that democratized, decentralized way of trading electricity and letting the users decide what to do. From your perspective, what can Illum achieve within the next few years? What do you think? I really think um, it could be one of the first uh, widely adopted dApps and uh, Ethereum communities that really could also uh, get a little more into the mainstream. That could uh, that has Illum has a lot of uh, different points which is at, which it attacks. It's on one one hand side, it's for electricity trading, for um, uh, renewable energies on one hand side. On the other hand, it uh, has all the blockchain community in mind with uh, dApps and smart contracts, but it also has like the investors in mind and by providing real value to everybody who joins. And I think um, if the plan goes through, we could maybe achieve um, opening and um, promoting new ideas, basically.
promoting new ideas, new innovation in the energy industry and in the renewable energy space. And uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your background? Uh, like when did you start the program and uh, your university years, maybe like a little bit more about how you became a developer? Yeah, sure. So I actually started coding when I was a kid still. I don't know. I think I was like 11 years, 12 years already. I wrote my first code in Delphi, if you know that, and Pascal. And later I studied bachelor uh, media computer science. It's basically just computer science with some uh, media aspects to it. And I, also, I did a lot of uh, Java stuff for uh, in services and also created a lot of did a lot of in Android development, and I just got excited really about uh, coding uh, pretty early on. And I just like building new stuff from nothing and uh, improving the world while doing it. When did you get into cryptocurrency slash blockchain space? So I got really curious about cryptocurrencies uh, like a few years, like three years ago. And um, I instantly found the technology really fascinating. I didn't invest in the beginning. I was just looking at, okay, how does this all work? How, how does mining work? Why do we mine? How do, does blockchain work? What is blockchain? And I really got into it, read everything about it, did a few courses and certificates. And I just like the new approach of decentralizing stuff that's never been here before and just the vision that Satoshi had in the beginning and that's now like going through other crypto projects as well, especially Ethereum. Ethereum really seems to have all the right pieces in place to become a long-term relevant player, I think. It really has my full attention now these days. Anything that you like especially about it? Yeah, I actually love just the concept of smart contracts, having code that just executes by itself that doesn't belong to anybody, doesn't depend on anybody, and you still can, it's Turing complete, so you can still build basically anything with it. Of course, it's uh, still a very young language and a young platform, so there is still stuff that's complicated, but I think if it improves for, I don't know, the next five years, we are gonna see a real revolution. How do you think smart contracts will change our everyday lives or our everyday experience of the web in the future? Yeah, right now, people kind of got used to having that centralized approach. Everybody is on Amazon, everybody is on Google, and people are kind of getting used to just having a few single points and basically giving them all their data. But if you look back, the web was really designed to be decentralized, to not have single points, to not have a single mass and single points of failure. And I think that that trend will come back more and more once the whole um, smart contract uh, is more developed, once there has been more knowledge in there and once it has more players, I think the world will go back to be more decentralized again because of course with like all the central points you have a lot of problems like google owns all the data amazon owns all the data and while they are playing good it's all fine but there's always the possibility for them to do evil with that data as well and i think um, people need to get used to live in a more decentralized world again Any idea how the EVM, the Ethereum virtual machine, could potentially change the internet as we know it today? 
Um, yeah, right now Ethereum still lacks like the killer app application or the killer app. It's like there's not the one application that is used in every day. There has been like CryptoKitties and all the ICO hype, but they're still missing like an app like, I don't know, like Facebook in the centralized world or like Uber. And I think we when uh, they are currently working on improving the performance through sharding and altogether improve the whole experience. And I think once you can go from a few transactions per second to a million transactions per second, a whole new world of possibilities opens to you. So people are used to having apps that are really super easy to use. And that's kind of still missing in the crypto space. But I think it will come. And I think Illum has the possibility to provide one of those apps. And once the user experience gets more flawless and the normal user also doesn't really have to know that much technical stuff about it, but still has the security of the blockchain, has the decentralization of the blockchain, then it will really start to get traction and also attract like a lot of new users to it. I'm not sure, but I guess CryptoKitties show that a lot of the essential pieces are already in place to build something very useful with that technology. Replacing Uber, on the other hand, through these technologies seems to be a bit further down the road. Playing with geolocation and real-time stuff in a blockchain context seems to need a bit more time, no? Yeah, true, you. Especially for the, but there's like concepts where you just, you don't put everything into the blockchain but you like only put the most important stuff into the blockchain and you use other technology to be outside. There's like, I don't know, IPFS for large files, for example, well, but they are also decentralized technologies. But yeah, I totally agree. We, we need to, it's also about finding the right use cases. Um, not every use case is a good match for blockchain. Some use cases are better fit to be centralized. Yeah, right now the barrier to entry is still a little huge, especially if you want not to do like only uh, tokens selling and uh, crypto selling. If you want to do more uh, sophisticated applications, then the barrier to entry suddenly gets really, really high. And But that's fine for the beginning, I guess. I mean, Ethereum only got built uh, four years ago around. So we are still like in the absolutely early phases. And, and yeah, if, if, if the performance stuff, if like the solidity language matures more, if there are new use cases, more knowledge, I think um, the, also the people who don't understand the technology will start to value it for its decentralization and security. Do you think we'll eventually build a complete new World Wide Web? It is heavily decentralized, encrypted, and more democratic again? I think um, partly. I think partly the centralized stuff won't go completely away. There's just too much, much benefits uh, to having stuff also centralized and just providing the customers with a centralized experience in some places. I don't know, like... Um, the whole Google, what everything they offer, the search engine, for example, I don't think you can do that, a good job like that uh, with a decentralized thing. But on the other hand, I think other applications, I think, will uh, be only decentralized. I think payments have to be decentralized in the future. 
and also stuff like um, your private data. I think you could very good handle it with, uh, with smart contracts that where you allow different uh, companies to uh, where you allow different companies to access your data, but all the data belongs to you, and they only get the share of your data. There's of course, you would say, okay, blockchain, everything is transparent. How do you do it? But there's basically approaches where you like uh, do the permissions on the blockchain. You say, okay, who do you allow the data to access? But the data is actually on encrypted somewhere, either in the in IPFS or something, but it's encrypted and only you have the key and you only give away the parts that are needed for the companies. And I think that will happen. And also companies like Airbnb and Uber will probably go away because they don't know any assets. Uh, they don't own any assets. They are basically all the all the stuff where the main purpose is to be a middleman will go away. So there's a lot in the advertisement realm. There's a lot in uh, journalism. There's a lot in yeah stuff like that. What was one of your recent projects that you built in that context? Yeah, one of my most interesting projects actually was in, in March. Um, I was at a hackathon and I had the idea to build a decentralized journalist app. And what we basically built uh, was um, an Android app where journalists in countries, I don't know, like Syria, Russia and stuff like that, they can record a video from a demonstration, from a war, from just uh, tricky situations and can upload it to our platform, which is based on uh, Ethereum and IPFS. And so the government can't manipulate the data because in the IPFS, the data is hashed, decentralized and redundant. Inside the smart contract, you have the reference to the data. And of course, the data from the smart contract is in a blockchain and that is decentralized peer to peer and can't be faked. So that's also where the government can't manipulate stuff. And basically, we build an, an Android app, a smart contract and also a front end user facing app where users can uh, get to the content and also pay, pay the journalists for their contributions. Alrighty, that's it for today. Thanks very much for tuning in. Have a nice one.